All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio. And uh, social distancing ain't got nothing on us because we were already <laughs> distanced. I'm one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and I am joined by my two partners in crime, Miss Mary Almonte. What's up? <laughs> and Mr. I'm Bailey. I'm in here, not out here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. BTG himself is in the building. Oh, man, I'm out here washing my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in these streets though I don't know why but I'm still in these streets Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I'm not I'm not even gonna lie I ain't got time to be getting sick I need to I do need to go on like a walk a joyride a jog something because I need to, like today was the, was the day it really got to me like I need some sunlight and some fresh air and it was raining here today so I couldn't even get no sunlight so it is what it is damn yeah <laughs> welcome to the breaks radio but as we're all locked in because of coronavirus risk uh something that we touched on briefly i think a little last week um but now it's like even more so like a a bunch of athletes uh kevin durant being one of the most prominent ones um and celebrities, Idris Elba, Tom Hanks, uh, there was another one I can't think of off the top of my head right now, um, have all been diagnosed with coronavirus. Um, no one's safe. No one's safe in this. And I know we're all trying to be as safe as possible, but it seeing many, as many celebrities being hit by this, as po- I mean, as, as it has been so far, it's definitely been like, damn, all right, man, this is why we need to stay the fuck home. What do you guys think? So, you know, I was freaking out because I was in a room with Kevin Durant 13 days ago. (laughs) So I'm like, because I went to that A Kid from Coney Island premiere, which he produced. And um, and I was literally like in the second row when he was like, uh, like right in front. So um, but it seems like he probably contracted it when he went to the West Coast. (laughs) Or that's what we're going to say. No Mm -hmm. offense, Baylor. Um, But. So yeah, I don't know. I haven't had no symptoms, so I'm feel like I'm not gonna freak out about it. But when I first heard, I was like, "Wait, what? <laughs> when was this?" And then you, when you, and then not only that, but like everyone in work buildings all over New York City, like someone is, you know, they shut the whole building down the minute that one person is confirmed to have have COVID nineteen yeah. who worked in the building, <laughs> and then they so basically then everyone works from home. But it's like the number of people that work in buildings in the city, it's like you it's kind of countless. So I feel like we've all, at least here in New York, had some kind of exposure to it. And it's just a matter of your immune system kind of fighting it off or not, um, because so many people like literally all day long, every day, someone else is hitting me like someone in my building had it. Blah, blah, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of crazy. So I don't even know. I mean, I'm just trying not to like unless I'm displaying symptoms and I'm just going to assume I'm I and I'm just going to try to stay away from people and in the house because I don't know. It's like a really crazy thing. Like, honestly. Yeah, that's it's it's it, it really feels like we're living in a movie like this doesn't feel real still. And even though we're living it. Uh, it just something about it just doesn't seem like this is reality. Like we're gonna still wake up from the dream. We're officially in the Matrix. Maybe that's what's going on. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know, Baylor. What about you? Yeah, no, it's definitely a dream. Uh, shit, I was on. I've been on the four hundred five for the past. Well, you know, I've, I've worked 
near the 405. But the past, what, maybe about a week and a half, yo, that parking lot turned into a goddamn, like, mm-hmm. roller coaster. I've been flying up and down that goddamn <laughs> 405. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, so m- most of the cases have been in San Fran, and San Fran shut down, uh, like, a couple of days ago for about three weeks. Um and so it's going to make its way, you know, Vegas just shut down. Um, so it's going to make its way down here to L.A. I'm prepared for it. Went to GameStop, went to Target. I'm loaded up with entertainment. Uh, the family's in the house. The wife is in the house. She still has to go out. Um, but she just can she can go straight to her building and come straight home. So no one is allowed inside of her building except for the workers. My wife is a social worker, by the way. Okay. So, um they just haven't figured out the whole visiting part and things like that. I'm in the, I, I take care of people. So I have to be in the field as well. And we're trying to figure out if, um, one of my options is either staying at home, don't get paid mm-hmm. because the government said, we don't care about you niggas like that. Or I can get stuck with a client for two weeks and that'd be that. Well, that's that. either way. Neither either way. sounds really appealing. <laughs> yeah, right well, I mean, honestly, honestly, we're blessed to have money saved up for some shit. Not, it's not like we planned it. Although the Walking Dead, shout out to the Walking Dead. They taught me everything that I know, baby. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, I, <laughs> this is like I, I get the Walking Dead thing, but this is more like the virus um, in the Planet of the Apes movies mm-hmm. because it, it like the way that it spread on that movie and how all the humans died out and like the apes were the last ones like that's what this reminds me of like and it's already been proven that like apes are completely immune to this shit so like if they start getting smarter we know what's up right well (laughs) only reason why i compared it to the walking dead is because when you if you walk into any of these grocery stores or these department stores uh that has well is now limited hours then you know what it is you got to go in there and i just finished coming from a supermarket and they was like yo you can only get four packs of ground turkey. That's it. You know what I mean? Everybody's walking out with water. I'm blessed to have my water delivered to me a couple of days ago. So we good on that end. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be excited either way. Either I'm going to be locked up. Either I'm going to be locked up with the family mm-hmm. playing video games or I'm going to be locked up at work playing video games so you know what i mean as long as you know to be on the serious side as long as they get this shit under control you know what i mean that's all i'm worried about but i'm not worried about being shut down shut me down (laughs) the one thing you can do is just shut a creative dude down then i go and i go into my little area my little introvert area watch some tv play some video games and podcasts that that's my plan too so you I, i got i'm gonna have episodes on episodes man yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I got nothing left on, left on coronavirus. I mean, it, it sucks. It, it we all know the situation we're in and the reality that we're in. But you know, it's good to be able to do stuff like this. And hopefully, you know, someone who listens is. I know we just got done talking about coronavirus, but as we get into like more of the music topics, we can take you guys' mind off all the craziness that's going on. Mm-hmm. Just keep a positive outlook and uh, don't shake nobody's hand. And yeah, <laughs> keep well, some alcohol around. I need to stock up on some tequila just in case, because if I get locked, I in, wasn't talking guys, about that alcohol. I was not talking about that alcohol. 
Wow. God damn it. Yo, my, my mind went to that too. I was like, look oh, at y'all. Too. Look at y'all some drinkaholics. <laughs> I mean, look alcohol ain't going to do nothing to the coronavirus. You can't drink the motherfucker. So I'm, I'm just talking shit because we stocked up on wine ourselves. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You gotta do what you gotta do, man. Yeah, um, you do. Yeah, you do. Let, let's get into some music. So, Donald Glover dropped as Childish Gambino dropped a surprise album on Sunday that was available for like six hours and then it disappeared. It was a twelve That's crazy marketing right there. <laughs> exactly. It was it was 12, 12 tracks, um, somewhere a little bit older, but I got to listen to I, maybe two tracks on it because I thought I'm gonna be able to come back to it when I have more time to focus on it. It was gone. Uh, did you guys get to listen to it? What do you think about this as a marketing ploy? Because now people are fiending for this Donald. Because it's, now it's become like this white unicorn thing, right? A white rhino uh-huh. thing. Where it's like, did you did you get to hear it? No, I didn't get to hear it. Well, it was great. Well, I need to hear it to make sure. So, uh, like from a social aspect, this could be a great marketing ploy if it is one. What do you think, Baylor? It's dope. I I thought the marketing scheme was dope because. If we're not if we're not talking about it on a podcast and I'm telling you, it's like, nigga, yeah, right. You know what I mean? So now you're waiting for it to come back out. No. And honestly, I seen somebody on Twitter talking about it. And so when I went to go search for it, it was already gone. So, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was pretty dope. Uh, you heard two tracks. I need to know what, what's, what's going on. Oh, the Is tracks were fire. The tracks was fire. Um, yeah, look, look, look. <laughs> I don't believe you. It never happened. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> what about you, Mary? I did not catch it, so okay. Okay, but I do think it's a genius marketing ploy if it is if that was intentional. To me, it seems like somebody might have fucked up, though. <laughs> exactly, it does seem like that, right? Yeah. Uh, don't be surprised if Kanye starts using this ploy now. Like I'm sure this yeah. is gonna happen to the next. Instead of him just releasing his albums late before, now it's gonna be oh it's here. No, it's not. It's gone again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't it doesn't work like that, Kanye. Like this was a great mistake. You know what I mean? Yeah. If if it was a mistake, this was this was dope. So don't fire nobody, Donald. <laughs> don't don't do that. Cause this was dope, but the, no a message to everybody. Don't everybody don't do this. Please don't don't do this. The track you're not, you, Go ahead, you're not that dope to you're not that dope to be doing it. Yeah, most everybody people not everybody everybody not that dope to be doing it. Yeah, and I think I think with uh, Donald Glover, like usually we're used to well at this point, like the last couple years with him, we're used to visuals always dropping with his projects, right? Like it's the visuals that get us talking, and so. It makes me think like maybe the visuals need to come first and that's why they pulled it back. Like somebody made a mistake or this is a great marketing employee or it's a mixture of both. It was a mistake mm-hmm. that's now going to turn into a great marketing employee. But either way, um, you have to be a special artist to get people talking like this. And uh, Donald Glover's one of those to me. So I, I need it to drop. I, I need the full album to drop so we can get this. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. All right, cool. Well, somebody who I know I enjoy as an artist, and I know Eminem enjoys as well, Jordan Lucas finally gets a release date for his long-awaited ADHD album. Comes out March 27th, which is a little over a week from when we're recording this. Now, my only issue with this is is I checked. I, I did the numbers. He's released six singles from this album already. So unless this is going to be like a 20-track album, we've at least heard half of this album already. Do you think that that's going to hurt if he ever even was going to have, like, some of his songs get buzzed, but I don't know, like, because I'm a fan, I don't know what the mainstream appeal to uh, Jordan Lucas is. Mary, I'll come to you first on this one. Do you think that the amount of music he's already released from this project is going to end up hurting him in the long run? I don't think so, because I think his fans are his fans, and they'll be there for the album. Okay. Um, 
I mean, I feel like even Jay Electronica had added some shit from 10 years ago to the album. And yeah. it was like, <laughs> what's this doing here? So, um, but yeah, I just feel like 2020 is weird, man. All this long awaited, <laughs> all long awaited music is dropping while we're all stuck in the house with nothing but time to listen to it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a good, that's a good uh, point on this. It. like now, Either like I want artists need to be making music. The artists that, that we've been waiting on, like while they're stuck in these houses with these full fledged studios in it, you guys need to be releasing music. But uh, Baylor, what do you think about this, man? Right now, we're about to get a compilation Tupac album from like <laughs> DJ Khaled or some shit like that. Watch. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna listen to that shit. I'm gonna listen to it. Puffy, um, Puffy, Puffy remastering all the Biggie's unreleased verses. Like it's just. Yeah, take that, take that remixes. Um, no, I, you know what? This day and age, Catch is putting out like too many goddamn tracks anyway. So I don't think if he does put out like a twelve album uh, track, I can see why you would ask if it hurts because we heard half of the album already. Yeah. But um, I can see him putting out twenty, twenty some tracks. But you know what? If he's under that Eminem cloth, uh, two things. For one, I don't need that many skits. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it feel like I don't want to hear none of that Marshall Mathers shit. You know what I mean? Uh, the second thing is you better not pull a J Electronica and have Eminem out rap you <laughs> the whole entire hour. We'll talk about we'll that. that. We'll get yeah, to we'll that. We'll get to that. <laughs> oh, man. I just, I feel like with this, um, Jordan Lucas usually has like great collabs and that's what he's he's been He's well respected, I think, um, amongst his peers in that generation. So I, I'm interested to see like what collaborations he's gonna have on here, what remixes of any, what what surprises is gonna be on this album. Really, in the re- in the singles that he's already released, it's been everything from like lyrical tracks to wanna be club bangers. So like Jordan is very versatile, but it, sometimes that that versatility can come off as unfocused. So I, I'm just interested to see from that standpoint what this album is going to be. But you know, I I don't know. I, I'm 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 a huge Jordan Lucas fan, so that's why I kind of gave this one up to you guys to talk about if it's going to hurt him or not. Because I don't think it is, but that that could just be me. You got your hopes up. I just want to see a solid album. I don't I don't think it's going to be earth shattering. I don't think it's going to be a classic or nothing like that. I just want to see a really solid album from Joyner. That's what I think he needs at this point in his career. Because soon as I finish that album, guess who I'm at? Guess who I'm adding first? I already know. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. But speaking of a surprise, for me at least, Little Uzi Vert debuted at number one. And this is at a time where I can't remember what else dropped around him. We talked about it. Jay Electronica also dropped this past week. I think he dropped the week after Little Uzi Vert. But what do you guys think about Uzi having a number one record at this point in his career? Shit, trash. And he got like 32, he got 32, like 32 tracks on there. And I'm like, yo, I couldn't get past five. And then I seen a track list. Mm-hmm. This shit is not for me. And I and I told myself Damn. I was going to try not to call people's projects like trash mm-hmm. and shit like that. But no, nah, it's dumpster <laughs> juice. Yeah, okay, I mean, I agree. I'm be, be quarantined for, for two weeks. I don't care. Yeah, it's not for me either. I didn't get past two songs, um, but you know, makes sense. I get what I I get the allure to the youngins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I've said on this podcast a lot of times. I have a soft place in my music library for Little Uzi Vert, but I have to be in a specific mood to listen to Uzi. Right? He's that 
working out in the club, going jogging with my kids. Like if I'm goofing around with my daughters, that it's that type of music that I listen to. And what what's going on right now? No, I'm not. I'm not in the mood to listen to no Uzi Vert. Like I, I'm not at all. So I haven't even finished the album. And like I said, I, w- I would call myself a semi fan of Uzi, and I haven't even finished it. But I mean, hats off to him that he's that he has that base and he's able uh, to to debut at number one. So I mean, more power to him. Mm. Mm. We can do better. We can definitely do better. Had a bigger <laughs> debut than Eminem. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's not right. Yeah, yeah, but. Let's go ahead. We're going to take a break. We're going to get into what I really can't wait to talk to you guys about. That is this new Jay Electronica album, his debut album. We'll get into it right after this. His, his album never came out. So. <laughs> hey, guys, it's your girl, Back Easy. Hi, everybody. It's your girl, Joanne. Hey, guys, it's Trell, and this is The, the team. team. And we want to welcome you into our group chat where we talk any and everything from ABCs of sex to finding your passion. Catch us every other Tuesday on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and YouTube. Because we lit. Take that, take that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are back and we're here to talk about Jay Electronica, A Written Testimony, his debut album. Or not. (laughs) Something that's been on the, supposed to go. So I looked it up and I think this his album and he changed names but his debut album was originally slated to come out like exactly 10 years ago almost to the date that this dropped i think it was originally supposed to come out in june though so we're like a couple months off from the 10 year anniversary what do you guys think about it the longest awaited debut album in history who wants to take this one first Nothing, Jerry. You, right you got now, nothing for Jay Lick. This was the best debut album by Jay Z in a long time. <laughs> this is four forty four part two. No, this is Watch the Throne part two. Oh, that's fair enough. Okay, but well, okay. Was... Watch the Throne had God body undertones. There you go. I was surprised yep. by that. There were so many God body references in there, and I was like, okay, that's because is it nineteen ninety eight? Well, a lot. Of, a lot. I think. And this is this may be my conspiracy theory that a lot of these Jay Z verses were verses that were just sitting around, and that he was mm-hmm. like, "All right, Jay, all right, Jay, like this is what I got for you. Take it." Yes, I agree with you a hundred percent. But despite that, I did feel like it was solid. I mean, mm-hmm. but it was my kind of hip hop, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't necessarily know that this is crediting Jay Electronica because it's like you said, Baylor. I definitely felt like it was <laughs> Jay Z had a stronger presence and influence on that than than Jay elected. But I could, I definitely enjoyed listening to it. Does that make sense? I don't know. Well, you know what the crazy part is? People are confused because a lot of people that don't like Jay-Z before they said the album was great. But they but who are they mad at? Are you mad right. at, at are you mad at Jay? Are you mad at Jay? <laughs> right. Which Jay? You mad, yeah, you mad at one of them, but it's a great album though. It's good. It's, it's yeah. good. It's, it's okay, so this this is what I used to the first conversation I had after listening to this album. This is what I compared it to. While the album is really solid, I like I will say that Jay Lick, like the content that he speaks about on most of these tracks, dope, fire. Yeah. But this album is like if you went over your grandma's house, right, and she took all day cooking up a meal, and you just knew it was finna slap. 
Like you you knew you were gonna have some some greens, uh, some fire cornbread, some sweet potatoes. Like she was so food through the wall. Ten hours later, you come and it's a rotisserie chicken on the table. The rotisserie chicken can still be good, right? It's still solid, but to wait this long and this is your debut, like while it's cool. Like, you got dated Jay-Z versus... Jay-Z's the first verse you hear on this album. You don't even hear Jay Electronica first. That's a problem. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said rotisserie chicken. Because it was that, right? Yeah. And then you like, well, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But then she came and doctored it up. Yeah. Jay-Z. Yeah, exactly. That's what I feel like. Yeah. Like, okay, okay, Granny, you good. Because you, you, you added this. But you added a lot, though, Granny. That's what I'm saying. So... <laughs> I don't, yo, it's still good. It's just, uh, people, I think it was a disservice to his fans, though, because they waited so long to hear his voice that it was overshadowed by, you know, one of the legends. And that's that's not fair to his fans. I'm not a fan like they are. So I accepted the project for what it was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I think he more so let his fans down. And that's something that he got to deal with. And we don't know the reason why. It was a slick move if it was done on purpose. Maybe it's because he wanted this to be a classic first date uh, debut album. Maybe it's his, uh, it's his uh, what am I trying to get? Um, self-esteem. You know what I mean? Maybe he can't take the pressure of being rejected if this album wasn't as good. He probably don't believe in himself like that much. That much. So he like, you know, Jay Z has been. It's only it's only a few cats that Jay Z are really co-signed for. Yeah, that's you true. know. And if I'm not mistaken, Jay Z didn't he retweet or tweeted something, and not too many people get that. Y'all, Jay Z has only liked tweets in regards to Jay Electronica. Like, like. The only tweets he's like has been in regards to this album ever. I think Fab got. I think Fab got one too. Okay. Okay. That makes I think. Sense. I think if I'm not mistaken, but I'm saying we know how important it, we know how important it is. So okay. I don't know. It could be a lot of pressure. Is it? Do you think so? Jay being Jay Z being so heavy heavily featured on this album, and he's been relatively quiet since it dropped. What do you think that that means? You know, Jay, Jay don't care. Yes, <laughs> Jay, yes. Jay don't care. We can say whatever we want about him. He's just, he don't care. Yeah, yeah. Overall, though, I think um, taking all that out of the way, like if I didn't know that these Jay-Z verses were dated as hell um, and just judging the album off what it is, taking everything else away from it, this is a solid three and a half, maybe four, depending on the day I listen to it. So mm. I hear that. Yeah. I mean, at production wise, I thought it was great yeah, too, and amazing. it had some of my production. There you go. There. there you go. Because so, Nas could never. All right, we we not going there. No, I'm just I'm just no. I'm what I'm saying is that was unnecessary and uncalled for. It bro. was. It was. <laughs> you being petty. Uh, coronavirus. That's, that's corona ain't there yet. <laughs> <laughs> You're not appreciating life right now. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Shout out to Nah. That's my guy right there. I can't tell by that comment, but you know this what it is. Go ahead, man. Hey, you know how it is. You know we. I don't you even know. know what I'm saying because they tried to play my man's. But... Oh man, that's deep. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah. Overall, um, so how many trash bags are you guys giving this album? Well, wait—is more trash bags good or bad? It's bad. Yeah, more trash bad. bags is bad. Oh, I, one. Okay. One. Yeah, okay. I agree. With one. Cool. I agree. A heavy, a heavy one though. 
<laughs> Electronic, we need you out there, baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the real talk though. All, all jokes aside, what I want to see if we get another J Electronica album within the within the next decade, I would really Yo, love he, to see whatever produce. I didn't even like look to see who did the production on this album. I would love to see him work with those same producers. Just, I just want J Electronica. Like I, I don't minimal features. It don't even have to be a, long, a full length album. Give me six solid tracks. Just Jay Leck and the producers he worked with on this album, and it'll make up for the for the day to Jay Z verses for me. No more features. You didn't use all your features up. That's all your feature lifelines is gone, brother. We need a whole solo. <laughs> <laughs> Don't play with us. Cool. Well, another album on here that I put on here mainly because uh, Baylor. I know that you thoroughly enjoyed this album, right? Yeah, that shit yeah. was good. Yeah, Don Tolliver, Heaven or Hell. I'll let you have this one first, uh, Baylor. Yo, if because I, I know he had a, um, I'm not sure how large of a part that he had in um, in Travis Scott's uh, Astro World, mm-hmm. but I know he has some influence on that. Yeah. Uh, if if Travis Scott is Spider Man, like Tolliver has to be Venom. You know, they they are very similar in a way, but you can hear you can hear the similarities and you can also hear the difference. Yo, his production, mm-hmm. his production alone was like. You got to get in the car and listen to that. And you got to have the right speakers for it. Okay. Production, and I listen to it sober, too. Yeah, production you can't argue with on this album at all. What you would expect from somebody who's, who's coming under that, that uh, Travis Scott umbrella, I guess is the way we said. I almost said shadow. I don't want to say shadow. Um, it's it. The thing with me is is I get so tired of these this trap R&B that it, it kind of all starts sounding the same to me mm-hmm. but I can I can't acknowledge that the production is top notch and it's for me it, it's something that all right I, now you have my attention and I'll I'll be I'll be checking for your next project. This one was cool. I'll be checking for your next one to see what you do next. What do you think, Mary? So, I ain't even going to lie. I did not get to it. <laughs> but I will it's been a week, y'all. It's yeah. been a week. But I will say that I mirrored I'm like just feeling everything you're saying today because yeah, I agree with that. It's like that whole little like trap kind of Travis Scottish sound is how I feel about that is how you describe how you feel about Lil Uzi Bird. Okay. It's like I could get into it, but I gotta be in the mood and this week has not been the mood. Uh-huh. So okay. yeah. Cool, cool. Well, I can respect that. But, but I'll that. take Baylor's word for it. <laughs> yeah, look, and I, and everything. honestly, uh, prior to this, I didn't listen to Do. You know, I just happened to listen to the album because the album selections wasn't, you know, it wasn't a lot. So I was like, just let me get this a try. And as soon as I turned that shit on, I'm like, yo, this is all right. Okay. So, you know. That's fair. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it does and we'll see what... Uh, comes with him and his artistry but we're gonna get into our last break when we come back we got a topic uh that we're gonna send you guys home on we'll be right back after this what up everybody this is scoop grady this is your boy ab make sure y'all check out the inside scoop the second of every wednesday make sure y'all check us out yeah man we dropping this shit every other wednesday man at 11 motherfucking o'clock please kill kill double fucking kill all right so i wanted to end this podcast with something uplifting something that we can just give some people some things to do while they're under quarantine and lockdown so i wanted to give one each of us to give one album that everyone should take a listen to uh while this social distancing shit is going on so who wants to take this one away first well wait what's the criteria 
does it have to be new? Could it be from any era? Oh, Could any era, any like a, underground, it, it, anything, any just album that you think that somebody in the time where they they can actually slow down and take in an album more that you would want them to listen to. Lil John and the East Side Boys. Really, brother. I can't. No, I'm dead serious. <laughs> I need something. I need something up tempo. Something, and and this was like around the college years. I want to go back. I want to go back, and I want to. I want to dance, bring back those old crunk dances. Either that or the uh, Bodyguard soundtrack. Okay. Wow. That's, you're just all over the place. He, I think yeah. you need to oh, go easy. get tested for he Corona. The, because he does shit on purpose. <laughs> you done lost your no. damn mind. Okay, so y'all don't really... I really just finished listening to those albums. Okay. So in that racist. case, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what, y'all music racist. That's what it is. <laughs> no, we just... We just sick of your shit, Baylor. We know how you get sometimes. All right, you be trolling us. <laughs> so you saying? So you saying that I, Whitney Houston is in my top five? All right, all right. Oh, and follow but, up on last week. Last you can't week. listen to that and Lil John within days of each other. <laughs> but you, but you know how you listen, listen to, to certain albums. Yeah, I mean, you know how you listen to certain tracks. Like you got to, you got to listen to my playlist. My playlist is it'll go from. It'll go from West Coast gangster music to some dirty East Coast shit to um, some gospel real quick. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like I have an eclectic playlist as well. So, so, but you just gave two. So, do we have to give two? You can give two. Go ahead. I only require no, one, not. but you can give. You, you're just getting you one out of me tonight. Okay, cool. <laughs> but. Uh, the first thing that came to mind for me was the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Mm. And I think it's because right now I feel like the universe is telling us to have a seat <laughs> and we need to like heal and the universe kind of, and at least the planet needs to heal right now. Um, and so I don't know, for me, that's like the album that comes to mind when I think of healing. Fair enough. Maybe corny. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I went a different route with it. Like uh, the way that I, what I wanted to do is I wanted to give some, an album, some shine that I know a lot of people didn't get to, unfortunately. So mine is actually Nick Grant return of the cool. And this album came out in 2017. And I honestly think it was one of the better albums of that year. And it just didn't get, get a lot of notice because Nick Grant, for some reason he could rap his ass off, but he just doesn't get any, any attention really. So I wanted to point that one out. And I think that if anybody listens to the album and they like lyrical hip hop, but also with like a upbeat kind of outcast type vibe, Return of the Cool is it. So check that one out. Nick Grant just needs some better marketing. You gotta put yourself out there. Is, is he even signed to a major label? I don't know. Shit, I'm gonna look it up though. Yeah, yeah, but check that album out. That's my pick. Uh, but that's it. That's it. That's all we got for you guys this week. Uh, unless anybody has anything else, otherwise, leave them your social media and any parting words. Um, I really got nothing. <laughs> it's been <laughs> for, a slow week for, for news. Yeah. Well, it's been a crazy week for news, but it's just been one thing. Yeah. So. Um, I'm at Miss Mary Almonte in the house, alone at home, together at home, whatever the fuck that hashtag. <laughs> yeah, help. <laughs> Baylor, I'm listening to uh, all Sierra albums back to back right now. So, um, that's another pick. I think she's very underrated. We need to talk about that one day. Cool. Let's she might be top ten. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can I agree, agree with that. Agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I think she's yeah. underrated in all aspects, right? Like singing, I don't know if she writes, but even as an entertainer, like she actually dances and puts on a show. 
And I actually think she's fly. Like yeah. she's really a, oh, she's the whole package. Yeah, I actually. I know. I know. We don't, I know. We don't like to do like the the comparison thing anymore. But if <laughs> if uh, if Janet if Janet was MJ, then yeah, you know where I'm going with that. If Janet was MJ, you don't agree? No. Baylor, why do you do this shit? Like, why? Why? What you is wrong with you? Why do you do this? shit? What did you, I do? That's all I'm gonna say. I love you, bro. That's it. That's all I got for it. Look, at Baylor Great on all social media platforms. Yeah, I listen we to think everybody. He has Corona, guys. So don't. <laughs> or, <laughs> what did or, I say? Or he's just had a, a few Coronas. Like I don't. Right. Something's going on there. <laughs> Look, like I said, if Janet was MJ, that means Sierra is uh, Kobe. That's it. Bye. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. This is CEO H-A-I-Z-E. You can follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, thebreaksradio at gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can do so at 614-547-2039. We are the number one hip-hop and podcast for the culture. We will see you lovely and beautiful people next week. Peace. Once upon a time there was a little youth The cub of a lion Stowed away captive a long way home from Zion The dove prince sang about in purple rain Crying to the midget you heard tell of On the shoulders of the giant I need my son sir You gotta call my son sir That boy already knighted He ain't even out his rumper You speaking on the kingdom You better watch your tongue sir I send you where you've never been You forget where I'm from sir That gossip I send ball heads You gossip out the gun sir I'm brazy I'm so brazen I'm raising in the sun sir You can catch this broad daylight you know the kingdom comes, sir. That wheel inside the wheel, a half a mile in circumference. It's the return of the Magdi, it's the return of the Akis. It's the return of the lost and found tribe of Shabazz, the Anunnaki. It's the return of Mr. Shakur spitting out Flynn and paparazzi. That's my new style.